In last week's episode, our characters found out that the Pisonoi is not a boat, but is indeed a malevolent creature who's in search of the Godrend. What is the Godrend, and what does it do? Then Captain Alexandria turned into jelly, and our characters had a lot of fun with mayonnaise. Speaking of mayonnaise and jelly, grab yourself a snack and listen to this week's episode of Fokan Fantasy! Welcome to Folk and Fantasy, a podcast where we play 5th edition's Dungeons and Dragons poorly? Poorly! I am your host and DM, and... Poorly. We, <laughs> <laughs> we have Aaron over there. Hey, I'm sometimes a jerk. And then we got Chase all the way over poorly. there. <laughs> <laughs> and who's that over there? Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. It's coming right for us. It's Shelby. I'm offended. <laughs> Are we ready to get started? I was born ready, Peter. Excuse me, Shelby's mom? Yeah, no, she's telling us all she was born ready. <laughs> you, she wasn't? See, I didn't think so. Thank you. This has been very what? informative. Wait, mom. <laughs> so there's a certain sting in the air currently. A ship moving along with a recently removed captain with a ratty crew who is slowly becoming extremely exhausted to the reduced crew size. A sudden realization that the world is somehow killing itself slowly via a vacuum. And the only way to stop it is for someone to grab a bunch of MacGuffins and create something which would allow someone to ascend godhood. And then you have a chef that just can't stop experimenting with the amount of times in which a potato could be baked. Yet, despite all this, the seas are calm and the winds are fair. It's as almost as if Poseidon himself is brushing your teeth for you, calmly cooing you, letting you know that it's going to be okay, despite him not knowing if it's actually going to be okay. Wait. <laughs> I'm sorry, continue. So, so in this narrative, Poseidon's just like, it'll be fine. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. As he slowly brushes our teeth, apparently. Yeah, why is he brushing our teeth? Because he's Poseidon. <laughs> Okay. I guess if any of those gods were to brush my teeth, I suppose Poseidon makes the most sense? Yeah. I don't want Zeus anywhere around any orifice. Thank you very much. We, everybody That's knows fair. about Zeus. Everybody knows about Zeus. Horny bastard. This podcast took a weird turn around episode 23. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you are moving your way to your next destination, which I don't believe you guys have informed me where you're going... <laughs> Uh, no, uh, I think Twiggly, Chan, and Storm need to have a conversation about that. Yeah. Of all the helpful information we got at that island, we still don't really know the best way to go about saving Jack and Alexandria. Reginald also wants to speak with you th three. Aren't I the captain? You are. Yes. There was no, there was no follow-up to that. Shelby just wanted to remind us. <laughs> <laughs> but because of everything that has been going on, and again, the reduced crew size, I'm going to have everybody start this game with a point of exhaustion. But did we get a long rest? Uh, this'll be after your long rest. Nice. <laughs> Which normally gets rid of your points of exhaustion, but everyone's freaking sick of having to work essentially a six-day work week. My dude, I just want my spell slots back. Uh, I'll go up to full health, though. That's pretty nice. Yeah, I could, I could take that right about now. Reginald pulls you aside, and he says, 
Well, there's a couple of things. Um, if you hadn't noticed, and I can see it on your faces, everyone is freaking pooped. <laughs> I feel like... Poop. Is it because now everyone is also having to care for this horse while we're out at sea, and we didn't think to bring any, like, hay or grass, yes. so it's well, only eating potatoes? Well, to be perfectly honest, it seems that both Pickle and uh, Bee Guy have taken a, quite a shining to the new recruit, I guess. Uh, they've been taking care of him just fine. Okay. They... <laughs> do you mean, like, feeding <laughs> I haven't seen them do anything else other than feeding them. Okay, okay. They're, and, like, brushing him and stuff. They're not, like, taking care, air quotes, taking care of my horse. But our good friend Fly has been eyeing it very closely. No, 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 no. No, 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 That's exactly what I told him. Same exact number of no's. So, yeah, we're tired. Anything else? Because this is making me more tired. Anything else you wanted to tell us? To remedy that, I do believe that we should hire some new crewmates. Now, I do know that Ossifer has stated that as soon as we find the closest point of getting off, uh, he's he's gone. So in order for us to stave off this exhaustion, I would recommend two new crew members. All right, that's fine. Do you have money? Well, yes, uh, Captain Alexandria left a store of uh, money simply for hiring crew members. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So let me just flip through my notes here, figure out where we're going next. I just want to hold up real quick. So are you telling me that there was a secret uh, large amount of money just laying around? It wasn't just laying around, it was in a lockbox. Well, well, I guess we. I need to move into the second thing that I was hoping to talk about. Uh, Storm? Yes? He points an almost accusingly finger toward you and he says, You do not have a fancy hat. We haven't stopped anywhere where I could get a fancy hat. Damn straight. There's a small outpost close by here that we could probably obtain that for you, as well as new crew members. All right, let's go. Uh, wait, hold on. Is Bang Clang there? Bang Clang is pretty much everywhere. We could probably get him something. Yes. Get something He's from like him, I should say. He's like that guy from Wind Waker that's always sailing around. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> uh, his name is Beetle, and you will refer to him by his name. Thank you very much. <laughs> right, Beetle. I just remember he would sell me the pair that would make the seagulls come, and that made my day. <laughs> Episode 23 took a really weird turn. <laughs> Yeah, so let's go there. How do I um, steer this thing? Well, normally this is handled by the crew, but I can I can oh, show you how oh, it's. No, no, um, I knew I knew that the oh crew handles gosh. it. So let a uh, crew, crew, we're going to where are we Reginald, what's it called? The outpost is simply known as Lost Hope Outpost. Uplifting, I like it. Wait, you like it, John? I was being sarcastic. Do I need yeah, to emphasize that more? I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't sound like a place I want to go to. Quite the opposite. I've heard it's a lovely spot. Crew, we're going to a shithole. Take us there. (laughs) I feel like we're about to be mutinied. (laughs) So as soon as you call out your order, you hear Rare say, "Uh, yes, Captain. And then as soon as that does, a floorboard pops off from the ship. I'm investigating the floorboard. 19. So you kind of assess the fact that it just kind of popped out on its own, that maybe something slightly superstitious is happening. And Reginald will point to you and says, and that is why we need the fancy hat. Oh, the boat doesn't like that I don't have a fancy hat? Damn straight. Hold on. Does anyone on this boat have an eye patch? I'm just wondering, maybe that's where the curse is coming from. 
No one's got an eye patch. No one's got a peg leg. What kind of pirates are? Uh, Keggles has two peg legs. Oh, thank God. Keglin more than makes up for the amount of missing <laughs> limbs required for such a thing. <laughs> All right. I won't give any more orders until I have a cool hat. I'll just make suggestions. That's a grandiose idea. But they're actually orders. Uh, another floorboard pops up a little Damn bit. Damn it. <laughs> How long will it take us to get to Last Hope Outpost? Well, it's actually uh, relatively close. I don't doubt it's anything less than uh, maybe a half a day. I, I would kind of like to, to catch up with Storm and Sean about everything that's been going on. I, I second that. Impromptu I... cave day meeting. I'll get the bee lights. I still have them somewhere. Okay. So we meet by bee light. Bee guy is also there and he's sitting no. very patiently. <laughs> Me and Black made everybody festive hats out of paper. I love that we're about to have a secret meeting about, like, what do we do about the information we just learned with festive hats. <laughs> <laughs> Was I supposed to make something? No, 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 no. You got the bread pudding next time, though. Ooh, okay. All right, guys. Wait, tell B-Guy. Yeah. What are you doing? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And he leaves. Okay, good. <laughs> you forgot your hat. And I I throw the hat down the hallway towards him. He scrambles towards it, and he looks to you, Chan, and with the biggest puppy dog eyes, he says, Thank you very much, good lizard friend, and he scuttles away. I don't think I need to say this out loud, but I'm just going to say this out loud. I don't vote for Bee Guy to be the one who becomes a god at the end of all this. (laughs) (laughs) Can we all... Can we all make an agreement on that? Not yes. B guy. Absolutely not okay. B guy. If it comes down to that, we let the world end. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that sounds like a plan. <laughs> Write that in your notes, DM. Take it the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'm just throwing out 50 pages worth of backstory for B guy. It's no big deal. <laughs> uh, so Twiggly, you called this meeting, which is weird because usually the leader does that, but... Uh, <laughs> Please tell us. Well, you were busy making the boat fall apart, so. (laughs) First of all, since we're kind of on the subject, do either of you have any idea who this person could be, or have we just not found them yet, you think? Who, 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 what, who? Someone we think would be a good pick to take over goddom. Storm spreads her arms out and smiles, like, eh? Okay, but if your goal becomes is to become a god, wouldn't that mess up your whole worshipping saloon ideal? No, because then we're like best friends and we get to hang out every day. She's so cool, Twiggly, and I... I scoot away from Storm because I'm scared of being smote. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should talk to her about what she thinks about it, but... (laughs) Maybe I should ask my god what they think about me becoming a god. Hmm. Hmm. People that could become a god. Well, interest seems very trickstery. Yeah. But he is also a child. What was this the god of again? Tricksters? Yeah. Uh, he's a trickster demigod he was the of. Go- uh, the demigod of devices. It's cool. I didn't want to say it. You didn't know? I did know! Oh, because you. I was ed- in the middle of saying it! You interrupted me! Because you edited the last one! It doesn't count! You didn't write anything down! <laughs> can't say anything without getting interrupted. I'm sorry, please continue. <laughs> no, I don't have anything oh, else okay. to say. <laughs> so I think we'll find a good god maybe along the way. Definitely, definitely not the guy that pulled soup out of his beard. I don't think we should write him out so quickly. That sounds like trickster god, like. <laughs> <laughs> I, ju- I just wondered if you guys had any ideas, because I sure don't at this point. But I think more importantly... How do we go about tracking these items? All right. 
first of all, we had a task that we were doing before that uh, the Pissanoi ship came and pissed me off and annoyed me and made me go somewhere else. So we were going to see Mary Goldenrod, remember? Yeah, but I think we can all agree the more immediate danger is getting Jack and Alexandria back now. I feel like Mary might have some good answers for us as to where we may find these things. Because honestly, I don't have any other ideas about what to do next. I mean, we could talk to the people in the shitty island we're going to. Yeah. So Storm, I think it would be a good idea if... And I know you hate this, and I know you're not going to want to, but I think it might be a good idea if you had a conversation with Ironside and learned a little bit more about your thing and maybe become a little stronger along the way. But, and this was a thought that came to me in my sleep last night, and it was really creepy, and I didn't like the thought of it, but here goes. And Twiggly looks Chan in the eye, and he's trying to be very careful. I think we need to be very careful about what we say to Ironside and Bucephalus. Because somewhere down the line of these items is Hackett, right? I thought the communication only went one way. It can become a telephone game. And if Hackett is out there and trying to find us, it's possible he's finding us through Bucephalus and Ironside. Are you afraid that Bucephalus is giving away information? Or do you think he can't help it? I don't think he's purposely trying to get out information. He probably doesn't know that Hackett is down the line somewhere. You're right. We should be careful. I like Bucephalus. He's a nice guy. He is kind of dead, though. He's super dead. (laughs) 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 Like, what stakes does he have in this? None. He's dead. Why should he care if we live or die? He's dead. He probably just wants to hang out with us. Uh, So what should I be asking Ironsides? (laughs) See if somewhere down the line somebody had two pieces, maybe? All right, here I go. Ah, I twist the little thing. That's how I do it, right? I twist it. Mm-hmm. Silence. I don't hear anything? Mm-mm. I tap on it. Hello? Ironsides. You hear uncomfortable I... shuffling. Ironsides. 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 Ironsides, I know you're here. I can hear you shuffling. We're not on speaking terms right now. Oh, God. Why not? You keep turning me off as soon as I try to say anything. I, I promise I won't do that anymore. <laughs> You should have been a little bit carefuler about how you phrase that, Shelby. Just never again you're going to turn it off. No, my my fingers are crossed behind my back. (laughs) Roll a deception check. Uh Uh-oh. 11. There's a silence. All of a sudden you hear, "Uh uh-huh. Okay, so we can chat now? You're cool with that? Hmm. I'll, um... Suddenly I hold the cards now. And you want to have a nice conversation with your old buddy, Captain Ironsides, King Ironsides at one point. Yeah, I brought you this cup of oil. What? He's a robot. Yeah. Is that good for you? (laughs) Is that good for you? Not at this point. At best, I'm like an electronic signal. I didn't even know that I had a soul that could be trapped inside another magical object, but here I am. That's a good point. I mean, I and I also brought you a cookie. What kind of cookie? Your favorite kind, <laughs> which is Snickerdoodle. How, 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 does she, how does she know? How does she know? All right, now that uh, we're friends. Okay, that's a big step. Would you mind just answering a few questions for me? <sighs> 
Okay, fine. Number one, where did you find the little pinky thing? I found it on some poor stupid idiot and I took it from him after I killed him. Okay, like whereabouts in the world? I don't know, it was was within Tertupriga. I know that. Do you or anyone down the line there know of any other pieces and where they might be? I don't know. Like, a little bit farther down the line, that says someone's like, I think I saw one a little while ago, but he's he's been dead for, like, ages now, so that could have been moved a long time ago. Can you ask him what it looked like? I'm asking! Calm down! I'm okay. I'm waiting. Yeah, he said it was like a like a thumb. A thumb. Okay, we haven't seen that one yet. Where was it? All right, Pete. Because <laughs> <laughs> what sucks is for this bit to land, I have to leave all this goddamn silence in. You're killing me. It's I gonna hurt me inside to do this. <laughs> he was. He said that it was on like this. Uh, on this like really weird person. Like, the description is really weird. All right, tell me the description. Okay, really super long arms and kind of like a cylinder. What? They didn't know if they had feet and... Am I supposed to tell them that? Okay, the the main hold on, thing. Hold on. Was the thumb belonging to a wacky, wavable, inflating arm man? <laughs> oh no! What was the last thing I heard? Please tell me the last thing. Said that a, a head that was as smooth as a baby's bottom and twice as soggy looking. Smooth, soggy head. Okay. Hang on. Uh, they say it's a, he was about uh, four foot four tall. Anything else about the thumb piece? Like where? Like a location? Like a place we could go to? Not just the weird wavy arm man. No, apparently it was like a traveler or something like that. Sorry. Have you seen? Oh my gosh! I think that's the first time I've ever apologized. What's happening to me? And then he becomes a real boy. <laughs> You haven't seen other pieces, right? Just the pinky one. Just the pinky one. Okay. That that's all, folks. Bye. Oh wait, 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 wait. Since, yes. since we're super cool now and super best friends, I, you want to okay. see the really super cool thing that uh, this thing can do? The pinky? Yeah. Yes, please. Here it goes. Just just point it forward. Okay. And as you point it forward, you all see a shimmering, shining disc, like a five-foot circle. I really couldn't figure out what what else to do with that other than to move heavy objects, but it doesn't really carry people either. That's the issue. So, But it'll carry objects? It'll carry objects, but it won't carry people. So I just point my pinky forward. I don't, like, press any buttons, and the little circle shows up. Yep! All right. So mechanically, Shelby, you can now cast Tensor's Flying Disc at will. So she can cast it as a cantrip? Pretty much. Awesome. (laughs) All right, Ironsides, you were very cool right now. So you know what? That friendship meter just went up a tiny bit. Yeah, because people's friendship is... All right, bye. Storm, are you okay? You were scowling that whole time. I hate his voice. (laughs) John. Yeah. 
point your armband forward and see if anything happens. I stick my arm out. Wand appears. Nice. Oh. And uh, Twiggly starts doing the hokey pokey. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Are you going to go talk to Ironsides now? Bucephalus. Sorry. Yeah. You don't want to talk to Ironsides. Go talk to Bucephalus. Um, Do we think it's safe after we just talked about about, uh, information getting back? We just need to know some locations of other pieces. You're right. You're right. All right, I'm I'm going in. I go in. Bucephalus! Where are you at, hey, buddy? How's it going there, kid? Hey, going good. How, uh... Hold on, Bucephalus <laughs> sounds so much more chill than last time we talked yeah. to him. He's been doing weed in there. He, he's been having, like, just mojito after mojito. <laughs> he's, he's, he's wearing, like, uh, a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, how you doing there? What's up? Uh, doing good, doing good. I was, um... I had a, a question for you, kind of, actually. Oh. So this this armlet that I got from you, mm. we have found some information that maybe there's there's more things similar to it. Have you ever have you ever seen anything like it at all? Any rings or, or armor pieces? For a moment, Bucephalus gives kind of a strange thousand yard stare, and he says, "No, but I I can't say that I was kind of looking for him." Really? Uh, what, yeah. What can you tell me about that? They're scattered about. Allegedly, they when they're all brought together, they allow godhood to come up. That's at least the legends that I found. Um, but you know what? I, I'm doing pretty good right now. I don't need to get to godhood when I've got when I got everything that I wanted here. Yeah, you're the god of this own little world, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Do you have any other information about them, though, for us, uh, for us living people? I'll, I'll say this much: the proprietor of Scrums, she's got one. Okay. Question. How much do you talk with the other people in here? Uh, there's only really one other person to talk with. Uh, she's generally a pretty nice delight. That's good. That's good. We've been wondering if there's any possible way that Hackett could, um, could get information from us through, through this armband. Be careful with the information you give away, you know? <laughs> you don't have to be worried about information from me. Around, uh, around 750 souls back, there's some guy who's absolutely bonkers, insane, screaming all the time. I gotta be real with you. I feel kind of bad for the people who are adjacent to that poor soul. What, uh, what sort of stuff does he say? It's it's like make it stop ah that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. You want a mojito? I'd love a mojito. <laughs> can I uh, can I chill with you for a little bit? Is that is that cool? Absolutely. Come on, let's have a chat. And as that is happening, uh, Chan for like maybe an hour is like sitting almost comatose in one spot. Just singing along to Pina Colada. Wasting away again in Margaritaville. Uh, Twiggly, should we like, I don't know, poke him or something? You poke him out. Like, I don't know what it's like in there. Maybe it'll mess him up. I don't know. I don't want to touch him. He seems weirdly, like, happy. He's got a little smirk on his face. I don't know. Oh, we really... gotta get him out of there. Are we sure we want to know what's happening? Like, I'm not sure. What are you suggesting there? No, sure. I just mean usually Chan smiles when something's burning or people are burning or there's like a, a fire. I don't know much about Chan. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave him be. I'm sure he'll snap too sometime. But what if... Oh, uh, okay. Twiggly will go about his, like, chores and things, help out others. All right. Couple hours later, you see it off in the distance. A delightful little outpost just seated among the sea. It's it's delightful. This little place known as Lost Hope Outpost. There's a couple of buildings here. Uh, What are you... 
wanting to start with first? Is Scrums in that town where... Mm-hmm. It was the chain restaurant. It's right. the only. Bar. It's the only chain in the islands. When he said the proprietor of Scrum Scrums, did he mean like the head honcho, mm-hmm. the one that owns all of them? Yep. Is there a uh, Scrums in this town? Yes. <gasps> can we can we go ahead and say that uh, Storm and Chan caught all three of us up on what happened and all their conversations? Absolutely. You better wake me up, thanks. I'm still drinking mojitos. All right, I'm gonna kick Chan. Ah, oh, God! Oh, Sean, make a man. constitution saving throw. Okay, okay. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> You're going to put him in a coma, Shelby. Yeah, four with my constitution. Oh, fantastic. During your time with Bucephalus, you were mid-sip with a mojito, and as soon as you were kicked, you immediately start choking when you come out of it. Oh, no. I start choking, and I'm still a little bit hungover, too. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh, God, those were delicious. Hey, guys. Oh, fuck. Hey, Twiggly. Twiggly. Oh, God. First you, high storm and now drunk, Sean. You, you still... Shh, don't talk. Uh, your voice <laughs> is so fucking high. Oh, God. <laughs> you still have those things. Do you still have those things? The eye things. The eye windows that make it dark. The eye windows. <laughs> the things. You know the things. I need them. <laughs> I need them, Twiggly. I think Storm has them. Storm, 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 you furry bitch! Give me, give me the eye windows, please. I will never Make- refer to my glasses as anything other than my personal little windows ever again. Do you mean my Storm. my sunglasses, you drunk yes, bastard? Yes, make my world dark, please. I need them. Okay, here you go. Oh God! Make my world dark. Thank you. Uh, Reginald comes in and he looks at all of you and he says, hey, we made it to Lost Hope. You look like shit, Chan. And he walks off. That was rude. <laughs> He's not wrong. Chan. Yeah. Y- you did, did you, um, did you. And we catch each other we up. Gotta, yes. We gotta go to Smurfs. We gotta get, <laughs> we gotta go to Smurfs. Smurfs? Yeah. I have never heard of Smurfs. It's the food place. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Smurfs. Do you mean Scrums? That's... The most famous of chain restaurants in the land? Mm-hmm. That's the one. Okay. We need to get him, like, I don't know, greasy food or something? Yes, go to Smurfs. <laughs> Come on, John. I love you. I'm going to put him on blueberry. Your horse came in handy. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people are really excited about this because they've never seen a horse before. Whoa. At Lost Hope. At Lost Hope. Lost Hope, sorry. Have they ever seen a lizard folk riding a horse? No. That's twice as spectacular. (laughs) I feel like a celebrity riding this horse wearing sunglasses. I'm not right. Of course, I'm like like slumped over it halfway. Like I'm bent in half over this horse. I'm like waving at people, throwing finger guns. (laughs) It's <laughs> great. I love it. Don't mind him. We're hey. just trying to find uh, smir- sc- scrums. Everyone points immediately to a building that from the outside, despite there being no other buildings around it, still looks shady as fuck. John. Yeah. Yeah, you're sure about this? Yeah, she's got it. The lady who, if she's here, she's got it. Do you want to come or you want to sit on the horse? Because I don't <laughs> think the horse. <laughs> yes, I'm a guy. Of course I want to come. Anyways, let's go inside. Gross. <laughs> Sorry. 
I, st- I stumble in. I slam my hands on the, the bar and I say, take me to your leader. There's a bar stool on the other side of the bar, which is unusual because that is not where bar stools happen to be. And turning around is a dwarf, black of hair and tr- and has a trimmed beard, which as you know, for a dwarf with a trimmed beard means that they are up to absolutely no good. He is a little bit hunched after it seems that he's been sitting at a bar for God knows how long with absolutely nothing to do, so he just tends to lean up against the bar. And he looks at you and he says, What do you want? You're my leader. Uh, yeah, uh, who, who does your money go to? It goes to her. And he points off into the distance where you see an outrageously large portrait of a slender middle-aged woman with a shock of white hair. And within the picture, you can see on her ring finger is another part of this gauntlet. Do you know her name? I walk up and I stab the picture. I killed her, we get it now. Roll an attack roll. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) That's a nat 20. What are you stabbing her with? Uh, let me check what the fuck I have. Oh, fuck. I forgot I have a crossbow. I'm going to stab it with my quarterstaff, though. Okay. <laughs> so with that natural 20, you create a brand new hole in this portrait surrounded by other holes. And the barkeep looks absolutely amazed. And he was like, I didn't think that there was anything left to stab in that portrait. But I guess <sighs> you found it. I hope I've gained your respect. You've been using your the picture of your boss as a dartboard? What's going on she's here? She's not a boss. She's the CEO. I simply own this building and then the franchise attached to it. And then every month, I got to send her a stipend. It's pronounced Keo. Uh, what's her name? That's Victoria Scrums. Her name's at the bottom of the portrait. Uh, the DM didn't tell me. You didn't look hard <laughs> enough. You immediately saw the portrait and immediately stabbed at it. I didn't. I did. <laughs> Where does she reside? I don't know. I have to just pay this stipend to a bunch Where do of- you send that money to? I don't send it anywhere. They come in, they're like, Oi, it's your monthly stipend time, and I'll give when it to them. When do they come? That when? They come every month or so. It was about, uh, about two more weeks. Two more weeks? We can't hang out here. Is it someone that lives in town that takes it? No, they come in on their ship, and then they leave. But yeah, uh, you seem a little bit more bummed out over the fact that I have to pay this stupid star paint. Me? Yeah, you seem more bummed out than I usually am. Oh well, yeah, man. I mean, that's just stupid, right? What's she doing? Nothing. You're doing all the hard work. Why should you give her money? You're right. Yeah. Yeah, I am. If I change the name of the place to a respectable bar name, like, like what's a good bar name? What is a good mm. bar name? The Horse and Lizard. Damn, that's a good bar name. You're fucking the Horse and Lizard. I'm going to have that changed right away, and I can tell Victoria Scrum where she can shove it. That'll get her attention. Absolutely. Yeah, how are you going to tell her that? I'm going to wait until their men come, and I tell them that I'll give up my rights as being a franchisee, and I own this building. Oh, man. That makes it sound as if there's going to be some, like... Backlash from Victoria, is that is that accurate to say? Here's what I'm thinking. It sounds like you might need some representation in this uh in this <laughs> split. 
<laughs> what are you saying? I'm saying that my friend here, and Twiggly pushes Storm towards the bar, uh, is a world-class lawyer. Yep, that's <laughs> me. And if you need someone to represent you to make sure that they don't do any funny business in this split and try to take you for everything you're worth, I think you're going to want my friend there. So why don't we set a date and then we will come here on that date. Like when the men come, you tell them to have Victoria meet here on that date and we'll show up and we'll make sure there's no funny business. That sounds absolutely Fantastic. That sounds absolutely... Two weeks time? Two weeks time you'll be here? Six o'clock in the morning. That's usually when they come. Six in the morning? Yeah. Oh my God. Well, I open at seven. People are really like desperate to get their drink on early in the AM. Okay. Well, does Victoria come in two weeks or just some people for her? No, just some people for her. I never met the lady. Uh, what do you think, guys? Should we say we'll be here in two weeks? If we come back in two weeks, her people can take us to her and, um, I can negotiate for you. Yeah, that'll really, like, speed up the process. Make it a lot quicker. You folks are all right. Storm, you said? Storm on the horizon. Nice to meet you. Absolutely. Lawyer extraordinaire. Uh, make a deception check. Uh, everyone, this is a group deception check to try and get this to work right. 16. 17, and I have a minus one. I have an eight. Well, uh, I gave him disadvantage because he's never heard of a lawyer before. And (laughs) (laughs) he seems completely enraptured with the idea. Two weeks time, you'll be back here? Yeah, yeah, man. Yep. And here's the best part. Her retainer is only 150 gold pieces. Only 150 gold pieces? Yeah, you have no idea how good that is. She just really, like, wants to break up the big, big business. Yeah, down with the man. But that's all me siphons. Oh, 30 gold pieces? <laughs> really? Storm, are you okay with, with taking that hit, doing this for charity? You know, I usually don't get out of bed for less than 10,000, so I'm really, really, really cutting you a deal here. Uh, a couple of shady people inside the bar immediately start looking at you. Hey, hey, hey! You don't look at her, you don't talk to her, you see me and this guy, and I point to Chan. We're her bodyguards, buddy. Do you know how many giants and robots and Duragar we've killed? So many. Do we killed a giant? Storm, would you be cool? Sorry. Would you be cool yeah, these are second? my bodyguards. They're really tough. I saw them kill a whale once. <laughs> Um, okay, so now roll your intimidation check. I was going to give you advantage because Chan was helping, but now I just roll it regularly. Wait, wait, wait. Why? Do you not find it very plausible that we killed a whale? Does that not dupe them? Well, you said a lot of things that they didn't understand. Can I make a little a little intimidation flare here? Go ahead. Okay, uh, Black jumps out of my backpack and into my hands. And I've got like a little ring of fire surrounding him, and he's like striking, striking muscle poses in okay. my hands as the fire swirls around him. Okay, now you can make that check with uh, advantage. Nineteen. All right. So as soon as they see the fleshy bird, there, there's not even a moment of time where you can create like a little ring of fire. They have picked up their meals and left the building. It's what I thought. Keep going, see? Black. You look like a badass. I look like a superstar. I don't know why, but I just like had like a, an imaginary soundbite in my head of Black singing I'm Too Sexy for My Shirt. <laughs> Do it, Pete. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. So sexy it hurts. <laughs> what are we going to do for two weeks, fellas? Oh, well, I need a funny hat. 
So that is um the first thing. Yeah, call Bang Clang. He might just be outside. All right. We have roommates now. I'm not gonna y- call call for Bang Clang. You sound like you're still in Storm's voice. I am. <laughs> I have roommates. <laughs> So, uh, upon leaving the building, you do see a building that reads, The Long Tooth, Haberdashery, Clothing, and Accessories. I will stroll inside, All right, flicking then. my robe of useful items as I go so that I look very regal and like I have a lot of money, and so then they'll respect me. As soon as you enter, obviously there is a whole bunch of clothes and stuff, but across the countertop, you see the description of someone that I mentioned earlier, a mound of a person. She is round, but like a cylinder stood up on one one end. She has no neck and rail thin arms that are about as long as her entire height. Her uh, fingers will drag on the floor as she walks with them. You cannot tell if they have legs, but you do see feet. Her head is as smooth as a baby's bottom and twice as soggy. And she- How tall is she? Make a investigation check. Seven. Uh, she's about four foot six, four foot eight. Hello. Uh, I mean, hello. Hello, Hello. yeah! And I thought Storm's voice was weird for a second. My (laughs) name is Storm of the Horizon. Hello, Storm! It's very nice to meet you! My name is Shoisa Politely! Uh, I'm sorry, what was that? My name is Shoisa Politely! Pleasure to be meeting the three of you! Do you maybe know- Oh, uh, do you possibly know Wretch Politely? Oh, well, Wretch Politely, he's my baby brother! Oh, good. Yeah, he's a little bit of a handful at the dinner table. <laughs> but I love him just the same. <laughs> oh, God, I hate you, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can't, I can't keep up this facade if your voice is going to sound like that. So, um, jeez. <laughs> Twiggly's going to look to see if he can see a thumb piece to the to the gauntlet. Uh, roll an investigation check. Twiggly's gonna suggest someone else looks to see if they can spot the thumb <laughs> of the gauntlet. I, I, I say, hey, my outfit, thumbs up or thumbs down? She gives two thumbs up and you do not see a piece of the gauntlet on her. Um, are there other, uh, did you, what are you? Let me see your toes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a person, just like you! You're what? I'm a person! A person? A person! I'm not a person, I'm a tabaxi. So, like, what are you? Because you look like a tree with arms, but, like, soggy? I don't understand that part. Um, Twiggly is staring at Storm, (laughs) mouth agape. Like, cannot believe this is more than negative one charisma stuff going on right now. Do you have feet? (laughs) <laughs> of course, Effie, how I get around? Can I see them? Wait. What? Let's see those. I was just, uh, let's start over. Hi, I'm Storm. <laughs> Storm Hi, on I'm the horizon. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> May I ask? Because I have traveled the world and have not encountered one as beautiful as you. Uh, you what saw my brothers, are you? Though, right? Pete, I cannot understand anything you're saying. <laughs> she she said, you met my brother though, right? What race are you? Whoa! <laughs> Jesus. 
That's a little forward, don't you think? It is, but I don't know how else to phrase it. I'm a perfect. She, her giant, long, rail-thin arms go up to her eyes to to wipe away tears, and you just no. hear her elbows just scraping on the floor. Oh my god! I think at this point, Twiggly is praying to Salune. <laughs> <laughs> I think Twiggly is praying for mercy on Soul's soul, a storm soul. Can I roll a, an investigation check to try to figure out what she is? Okay. Uh, sure. Uh, 18 plus one, 19. There might be a little bit of del- devil in her, but it's not exactly like you would normally see in a tiefling. This is much closer to something much more sinister at like the bottom ends of the nine hells. Ma'am, have you seen anything like this before? And I show her my pinky. Oh, you got one something to jigs, And you feel her hands just like crawl over your arm, like checking out the little pinky part of this gauntlet. And she goes, yeah, of course I do. It'll be passed down in the Polotli family for generations. Uh, where is it? Well, I suspect that it's at the manor. Where is this manor? It's only a small secluded island that only the Polotli family knows about. Oh, I, I know about that island. It's a uh, secret, right? So, so secret. Yeah, we should all go there since we Not know about now, it. Now I live here. We only go there when we have fancy parties. Like a wedding? Yeah, whenever someone gets married into the Polotli family. Well, see, Storm here <laughs> is engaged to your brother Rich. Yeah, yeah, and I really wanted to check out the manor before the wedding. Because she's not sold that that's the place she wants to get married in. It yeah. doesn't sound that great, you know? Yep, 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 yep. I never thought I would ever see the day. Oh, roll a deception check. I got a 16. I got an 11. So she looks at you, Storm. I thought I would never see the day where my brother, old wretch libertarian politely, would find himself a lovely lady. Yeah, or super in love. Was that middle name libertarian? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> All right, it's cool, I guess. It's strange, Our it also love... aligns with his political del- beliefs. Our love, um, it's so strong that... Um, (laughs) when we're walking down the street, flowers bloom out of the gravel. It's pretty incredible. I've seen it. It's pretty sick. Yeah. I'm gonna have to roll to my brother, Wretch, to see if if it's okay to to show you the mana at this point. you see this uh what it's do you like think a surprise we're here? it's a surprise uh for him that i see that i've uh listen wretch has already given up the idea of getting married at the manor cuz storm had a very special place in mind but she's thinking about changing her mind as a nice little surprise for wretch she but she wants to see it to be sure yeah she doesn't want to hurt wretch's feelings by saying she's not so sure but she wants to make sure it's a Absolutely the right thing. You know, she's been dreaming about this since she was just a little kitty cat. And it's happening exactly the way she dreamed of it. Uh huh. You should see when those two kiss. <laughs> I'm gonna elbow John in the ribs. <laughs> I think Twiggly's gonna retch politely. <laughs> Shiza looks to you and goes, That sounds horrible! 
No, it's lovely. He's really good. He he doesn't use too much tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Uh, but I'm sure you definitely don't want to hear about your brother's kissing, no, so I don't know what. About it. No, 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 no. That's okay. Give me three more details. <laughs> Just three more. That's all we need. Look, no. She's gonna be convinced to show us the manner. He has that beard, you know, that tickles me. Which is it, it's yeah. kind of, and she tickles him right back with her. You fur. know what? You yeah. know what? You know what? I don't want to hear any more about it. Thank God, <laughs> Goddess. Anyway, I'll have to think about that. Maybe I can get you an invitation as a as a guest for a party. You all have a mailing address, right? Well, we're gonna be in town for a few weeks. So we're gonna stay at that boat that you see uh, over there. That boat, the Caribbean Bumbler. Yeah, I'll see it. Yeah, that's where you'll send the invitation. All right, I'll see. I'll see if if I can get a plus one, two, three. All right. Now, is that all that you wanted? Storm needs a new hat. Yeah, you Ooh. have any hats? What kind of hat are you looking for? Like what? a funny captain's hat? Fancy. Fancy captain's hat. Fancy, you sorry. Fancy. Uh, yes, yes, charmed. Wait. I, uh, you haven't done that in 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, Shiza's face gets abnormally serious at that. And she says, you're looking for a fancy captain's hat, right? Yes. All right. Have you taken the test? Take the test. Take the test. Don't do it. This sounds cool. I want to see it. Storm, take take the test. Okay, okay. I have not taken the test, but I would be willing to. Yeah. Fantastic! And you see the long arm. She's clearly standing roughly about, like, four feet away from you, but her arms are able to reach up to your very, to your head. And it says, I'm sorry, but your friends are going to be able to uh, join you for this. And in an instant storm, you are brought into a completely dark area. And there is a light in the distance. What do you do? I guess I'll walk towards it. As you walk toward this light, you walk toward the center of it. Three images flash forward. One of a sword, one of a shovel, and one of a wheel of a helm. You may pick them in any order, but you may not, must not pick one twice. All right. Uh, the wheel. Okay. As you go toward the wheel and touch it, your hand immediately forms around the wheel. Immediately, you feel force. You are suddenly on a ship. It is raining heavily, and the waves are so choppy that they nearly reach the very top of the uh, masts of your ship. As you look forward, you see a large rock in the distance, but just past it, you see tentacles of what is a kraken, and you hear this voice come back. The storm is too powerful to move away from either of these. One will lead to some of your crew surely dying, while the other one might risk absolutely everyone, including you. What do you do, Captain? I'm gonna steer away from both. Um, the waves are far too choppy, and you immediately 
run part of the ship halfway through both ends, leading to the deaths of absolutely everyone. And you hear a voice go, Oh, come on, you can do better than that! I didn't know the rules. And it replays. I guess the rock. You feel the force of the ship as it slams into the rock and beaches and you feel the ship immediately lift due to the force and you see that the very front of the ship is now completely uh, vertical and you are hanging by the helm and you hear a voice go you know you definitely could have tried to weigh anchor and stop the whole fucking ship but that's okay and so you immediately teleport out of there and you're suddenly in that same bright light and you see the sword and the shovel all right i guess i'll pick the shovel next all right as you walk toward the shovel and grab it you see yourself on a sandy beach there are two faceless individuals And there is a treasure chest sitting open in between the two of them. Within the chest, there are five absolutely exquisite treasures. And you hear Shiza call back and say, You've dug up treasure with your good two friends! The chest contains these very exquisite treasures! They're all worth the same price! How do you divide it? What are the treasures? Uh, they all look to be like elaborate vases, all made of gold with different patterns made with it. They're very beautifully made and in pristine condition. I'll sell them and then split the money evenly. Mm, that's a good answer. And immediately you are brought back to that shining light with the sword. I'll go to the sword then. As you go to the sword and you grab it, you have the sword in hand. In this era, you are in a dark room and you see a man bound and sitting on his knees as if to wait final judgment. You see a crowd of other faceless individuals watching expectantly. And you hear Shaisa call out, This man has committed the crime of treason! Going around trying to start a mutiny on your ship! And you've caught him. You don't know who else he's convinced, but he's generally well liked. Nothing has happened yet, but you must punish him in order to keep the order on the ship. What do you do, Captain? Can I talk to him or is this like a dream thing, like hallucination? It's a hallucination. How did you not figure that out? Well, but will he talk back if I say something? Uh, I guess you could try. Excuse me, prisoner dude. His mouth doesn't move, but you hear the voice go, Hello! I tried to give it mutiny. That doesn't work well. (laughs) (laughs) What did I do to make you think that you had to mutinize? I think that you're a rotten captain. Okay, but what can I do differently to make you... It's too late for that. I tried to commit mutiny. Listen, listen, I, I understand that you could probably pass out a little bit more if he had a personality, but I'm not good with that. Peter's having to roleplay within a roleplay. <laughs> and I sympathize. We're in too deep. Listen, I understand that I might have done some things that upset you, but I can't accept mutineers on my ship, so I'm going to have to teach you a lesson. And I, I grab his hand and I smack his hand and I put it back down. <laughs> you gave him a literal slap on the wrist. 
now. Have you learned your lesson? I'm not my yeah. lesson real good. Okay, <laughs> young man. Wait. Next time it's gonna be death. Okay. I understand. <laughs> wink. Wait, why did you wink at me? He didn't actually wink. I just had to say it so that it seemed like he winked. But um, maybe he hasn't actually learned his lesson. I don't know. But it shows that you are graceful. You're gracious, and that you are <laughs> that you are fair. <laughs> this this test. Hang on! And you go back into the light, and you see Shiza in the middle of the light, looking toward you, and goes, This has shown you to be reckless, but generous, and very fair. I say that you pass with a D minus. Oh, that's not great. You gotta know your ship, or else you're gonna get really bad into stuff, like cracking and rocks. So am I not the captain? No, you got it! You got it! Demoyers right. in the passing grade. Can I have the fucking hat now? Absolutely. And you find yourself brought out back into the haberdashery. And in your hands is a wonderful, delightful, fancy looking hat. Uh, do you want to describe what this hat looks like? Uh, you know, Captain Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's that hat. <laughs> So a periwinkle blue admiral's hat appears in your hands. And Captain Crunch hat <laughs> on my inventory list. So All here right. is what the Captain Crunch hat does. While wearing it, this is not a magical item, by the by. So this could be passed around from player to player, but they've got to wear it long enough for people to recognize them as the captain. Okay? Okay. It is a plus one to your charisma. Oh, and any time that you try to make a pers persuasion or intimidation check to one of your crewmates, you will have advantage on it. That's a very fancy hat. Kind of makes me hungry. Yeah, I, I really like the one where it's like, oops, all berries. But then you're like, listen, I really like the berries. So you don't have to apologize that there are a lot of berries in this one. I, I'm not in it for the yellow things. I'm in it for yeah. the berries. <laughs> Those things tend to cut the roof of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> then it leaves like a little... Anyway. I'll eat it anyway. Uh, so thanks for this hat. You the deserve The test it. was really weird, and I hope I never have to do it again. Only uh, if we'll you want a new hat. I'm going to just keep this one because this one's pretty fly. I'll be awaiting that invitation. Uh, boys, did you want to look for anything in this shop before we head out? Is this part of your crew? Yes, these are my crew members. I will dress them up in the noisiest, grungiest pirate wear that you can imagine. This oh, one, yeah! This one swabs the poop deck, and this one swabs the poopier deck. So which, they're not uh, very high me, up which there. Which one's which? You? I'm the poopier deck. No, no, Chance, the poopier deck. I've been promoted. You have a little fashion montage. It's one of those, you know, where uh, people are going in and you come out in different outfits and they like shake their heads no. And then when you come out with the right, right one, they start shaking their heads yes. It's really weird for Shiza because she like shakes her entire torso yes or no because it's not very clear if she has a neck or not. Uh, so what does your uh, new clothing look like? So Twiggly's got the long sleeve like V-neck shirt going on with a vesto on top. His, his pants like don't quite cover his ankles and are like a little tattered and torn. And then he's got a bandana on his head. Does he have an eye patch? No, he has both his eyes. 
for all's fair and fair, not all pirates who wore eye patches had uh, less than two eyes. Many of them would flip the eye patch down and then move it to the other side when they're below deck so that they could see because one eye is already used to the darkness. So if Twiggly gets an eye patch, does that mean Twiggly kind of has dark vision? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, kinda. Oh, wait, really? It's still a little bit limited because of your halfling form, but I will say that you'll you'll at least get five feet of vision. Uh, then Twiggly will wear an eye patch. Uh, John, what do you look like? Uh, I have um blue tattered pants that, like Twiggly, only only go to about um mid calf. I have a stripy blue and white shirt. I have a red bandana, but instead of being over the whole head, it's kind of wrapped around headband style, and it's kind of flowing off to the side a little bit. It okay. gets wavy in the wind. Oh, and I permanently have a knife in my mouth now because I'm a badass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do I look? You look incredible. You look. I feel pretty incredible. I feel like, though, just for, you know, audio quality, maybe you should take that knife out of your mouth when you're talking. And we'll just, well, we can just assume that it's there when you're not talking. I feel like so. Make a dexterity check, John. (laughs) Damn it. Oh, but that's a nat 20. (laughs) Okay, you avoid cutting your gums. Yeah. And can I talk normally with a knife in my mouth because I'm so dexterous with my tongue? Absolutely not. Damn. You go back to the ship and Reginald is there and he sees you, Storm, and he salutes you and says, Welcome aboard, Captain. Thank you. Is the boat going to stop destroying itself now? Yeah. Awesome. All right, we're going to stick. Crew, crew, gather around. Uh, the rest of the crew gather around. This is now a command. Uh, we're going to stay here for like two weeks, so get comfy. Um, enjoy the local, you know, theater. Um, do whatever you can to figure out about the Pisanoi. Yeah, do some research about the Pisanoi. Any chatting? Is there anything else I should mention? They should, we should, we should all have dinner together as like a crew bonding thing. I think it sounds nice, you know? Okay, uh, we're all gonna have dinner together as a crew, and the food is not gonna be made by Foie so that he can have a break, and so that we aren't eating potatoes all the time. Um, Scrums is gonna cater. (laughs) Alright, uh, go team! Uh, everyone, like, puts a fist in the air, like, yeah! And, uh, Keglin walks up to you and looks you deep in the eye and says, Captain, do you know what this means? Uh, what what means? This, the two weeks? Two weeks, you said? Yeah, two weeks. That means beach episode! Well, boys and girls, didn't we just have a fantastic episode today? Remember to follow them on Twitter to find out when new episodes are going to be posted. Do it, okay? Just, just freaking do it. Do it.